0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. Um We have a great episode for you today. I was so thrilled that he agreed to come on the show um, because i think he's absolutely fantastic um, it was of course maser um, for anyone who doesn't know maser he is an irish contemporary artist the co-owner of flowstate.ie and most recently um, the owner of studio and gallery atelier maser um, fantastic chat we spoke about his start in graffiti to, um, you know, his, his journey in art and being a creative and the struggle and working with Damien Dempsey to do music videos and just an incredible journey. And we spoke about uh, his journey in meditation. So it was just a really um, interesting chat because like if when you listen to the episode, um, I explained to Mesa that when I first heard of him, he was like this. Irish Banksy so no one really knew anything about him what he looked like who he was It was just all his kind of art was popping up all over the city and it was really exciting so it was great to actually get to meet him and to explore his mind and he's an extremely interesting character and he's very very he's a lot of depth to him um so it was good to to um to to hear from him so I hope you enjoy the 15th episode with Macer and as always please like us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, and please subscribe to the First Exchange podcast on Spotify and iTunes. All your subscriptions will help us um along the way. And any feedback that you have, um please let us know who you'd like to get on. What do you think this show was good, what you didn't like about that show. All feedback is fantastic. So without further ado, enjoy the 15th episode of The First Exchange. Maser, yep. welcome! Thank you. Thank you for coming in. My pleasure. You're a busy man, so I do appreciate Yeah, very, very, very
2: busy. <laughs> no, I'm only up the road. i yeah. literally <laughs> the road. I cycled on a bike and it was downhill, so it was Good pretty stuff. easy. Good it wasn't, stuff. wasn't a bother.
1: Good stuff. Were you in work?
2: I was. Atelier I was up Mesa? A, Atelier Mesa, yeah. The most narcissistic name for business. No, it's fantastic. It well, it, well, I actually st- I stumbled across the name for ages and ages yeah. and ages, right? And then it was like, because it's a multi, how would I describe, multidisciplinary space, Hence, primarily my studio. Yes. And so, the, the how would be, would be described amongst people like, oh, I'm having a show in Mesa Studio. I'm going to Mesa Studio. So I just yes. played on that, and Atelier means studio. So, mm-hmm. it's, um, the posh version of
1: it's thought provoking.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. hopefully, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 doing a great job so far. Yeah, it's good. Cool. That's uh, yeah, rewarding.
1: Well, well, we'll talk about how you got. The whole, you know, where you eventually ended up setting up Atelier Mason, and, and all yeah. about the, the concept behind it and what you want to achieve and different things a little bit down the line. Okay. But for our listeners that maybe don't know a lot about you, okay. I know you, not personally, but of you, years. Oh, right. Because I don't know whether you will enjoy this reference or not, but to me and my friends, you were the Irish Banksy.
2: Yeah, yeah. For a yeah. long time. Yeah.
1: And it was like, "Maser, who done that? Oh, Maser makes me. You know, like, mm. so it was this sort of like, who is he? Like, what does he look like? You know, there was this sort of like mystery or mysterious yeah. nature about you.
2: I probably played up to that for sure.
1: Was it intentional? Yeah.
2: Um, well, you had to be because, you know, we're talking when, when I started in graffiti at 14, 15. Uh, it was all illegal. Most yeah. of it was. And then you're out painting spots all the time so you have to be an- anonymous that yeah. carried through then because it was getting like a lot of notoriety the Mesa name uh, a few, good few years ago um, and so I wasn't I probably wasn't equipped for that mm. um, exposure so mm. it was, there was comfort in having um, being anonymous and uh, it played up to the yeah. that cliche mm. Um. So, so I went with it It was grand
1: So when you were Doing your I, I'm, I'm such a fan of art And everything Good. that you do But I'm not I'm not in the art world So my terminology um, Might be <laughs> shite <laughs> I might not represent it well But like When you're doing graffiti When you're doing your yeah. pieces Like are you cool. doing them at night Are you doing them before Working hours to. Or
2: um, What was you, it If it was illegal work Yeah you would do it at night you would if you're on the on the train line, you would try and do it during the day. It's a bit quieter, and you can see a train come from ages away. So you'd just diff- different different ways. If you're doing stuff on the street, it really depends, you know. Yeah. Um, but like it develops on. There's a lot of different categories to street art to graffiti. Street art is also sort of a new new word that wasn't in existence when we started. And now I'm, I'm 38, so I started like probably 15. So. It's a long time ago. It's a long it was twenty-three time. years. Thanks, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> a long time. <laughs> well, <laughs> it I'm, was a long time. I'm
1: thirty-five. So it's not yeah. about age, but um, in terms of like putting in your graft, you know. Yeah, yeah. A, it's definitely it's put, put in that time. time.
2: Yeah. And so, but then I progressed on to then we were doing those quick installations out in the street illegally. Moves on. Then I had an itch to maybe like express myself a bit more. Mm. And so you'd find legal spots at like Wimmer Lane, which is uh, where you two's recording studios were. Yeah. That became yeah. Um, my stomping ground for a lot of years. I got in there and practiced a lot of pieces and. Develop my skills, go to draw, there'd be a graph jam there called the Bridge of Peace. And we'd uh, meet other like-minded artists and you would paint larger installations, some characters, mm. and developed on and on and on. And then I always sort of enjoyed art as a kid, you know, dipping in and out of it. So I sort of mm. I, I pulled that together with my graffiti yeah. and sort of doing more sort of art-related work.
1: Mm. And um, in terms of when you were growing up and when you were in school, were you someone where like teachers would go, you've got a natural talent for art and you're like, that's definitely the direction you should go in or was it just you were interested in it? I think so.
2: it? Uh, like, uh, I think back to my junior started project. <laughs> um, no. So, but there was, I, I had a very close relationship uh, with... Uh, Miss Twyford, my art teacher, like we're we we're still good friends, amazing. and uh, she was a good mentor back then, and so definitely uh, they let, she may, let me paint on a wall actually in the classroom uh, around the chalkboard, uh, do a little mural there, um, and I used to show my graffiti and things like that. She had yeah. an interest in it.
1: Amazing. Um, Must have been nice to I have an say. adult that was like you know stuff like graffiti and stuff that was saying this is amazing and encouraging it. You know. Yeah,
2: yeah, a bit like now you are shy to show exactly what you were doing. Um, but like we had our peers, we had our, in our subculture there, we had our own peers, the people we looked up to. So they were yeah. our adults. And these guys are probably like 19, 20 or maybe mm. late, late 20s. But so they were our adults and those are the people we looked up to. So that was all that really mattered within that clique. So long as you got respect and notoriety from those people, that was adequate. Yeah. Um. And anyone outside, that didn't really matter. And that's and that's probably still the case now with a lot of graffiti, prominent graffiti writers. Like you don't really give too much fucks about society or what they, mm. you know... It's a lot of layers to that conversation, but like yeah. overall back then, yeah, it was good. It was good. I was in, in school. Our teacher liked it. But still, I remember coming up to the guidance counselor, whatever you call them. And I was in sixth year. I was doing terrible and we had to drop a few subjects to <laughs> lift up the other ones, put a bit of time into the other ones. And I think she was deliberating, like, should I do business or now what was it? I was going to drop art anyway yeah, and I was yeah. looking like you are a lunatic like this is the only thing I'm half decent at. I got a C in it by the way I actually did not crap in art <laughs> in, in the higher league. level in art in higher level yeah That's I failed bad. the art history and then that brought me down and so I leveled out with a C yeah. um,
1: do you think there's a place for the art history in, in, in art
2: I didn't have an interest in it because I found it very difficult to read mm. and uh, I just I just I just academically wasn't didn't fit into that, yeah. um, into that, whatever the hell you call it. Um, but I just my brain worked a different way. In hindsight, when I look back, my brain just worked a different way. I processed stuff differently, okay. it wasn't in this uh attitude that Roman way of sitting there in an amphitheater, sucking in the information yeah. and said they'd spread it back out and get your my you know, mine's more practical and processed. Mm. That's how I. Uh, that's how my memory works I would memorise something so that didn't work for me so then I faulted then with the art history because of it but I have an interest in it now and yeah. later when I realised that that actually it wasn't that I didn't like art history it's just that I couldn't Get it to stick.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. I
2: then, you know, through my own interest, go into museums, I discover art that I liked, and yeah. I research that a bit more, as you do with anything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What like hearing you, you speak, you know, and anyone who who researches anything that you've done, past, present, you mm-hmm. know, th- your work is so, you know, it's 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 beautiful. You know, it's it's well Thanks. thought out. It's it's it's. You know, again, I don't have the art words, so I'm like trying to think of I'm like, motive. you know, emotive, <laughs> you know, it, it, and it is that thing where you you see your work and you go, it does strike something in you and it makes you think, which I, well, I suppose good. is, a, you know, connecting people. There's obviously something there that's very important, I imagine, right?
2: Yeah. Like, so I'm coming from painting in a public realm, we're pu- painting in a public space constantly. So that is, without my awareness, has had an impact, an impression yeah. on the purpose of why I paint, Yes. like in that engagement, and so that the social engagement, you know, like you're painting this mural, people are going by work every day, or going wherever. The next thing, I've, I've changed the landscape, and I have became very aware of that, and so I become socially conscious. Then what I'm, mm. what I'm, what I'm putting out there, um,
1: is that a good thing? Uh, yeah, it as, is. An, as an artist, is it a good thing? Like when when you are when you are creating a piece. Do you now have this consciousness where you're, where you're aware, a little bit more aware of who's going to see it, what it represents? You could
2: fall into those trappings, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a perfect example is social media. Yes. You know? yeah, um, yeah. But I can honestly say, if, if you say my work is very considered and taught, like I put a lot of thought into the piece, mm. I could say no and yes. No, because it's coming from an emotional response. So I go, this feels right to do this now. And I always carry that. That's number one. i go with that. Yeah. And then when I do it, I look back and be like, oh, that's from an educated understanding of being aware of my circumstances and mm-hmm. environments. So it is a well thought out piece to do, as simple as you're alive. But that has come from... I go on, this feels right to do this right now. Yeah. I'm going to do this because I feel as if, that. and in hindsight, I look back and i like, that was because of the emotional trauma of blah, 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 blah. And I know that will help other people if I share the weight, yes. the story told, or mm. half, whatever that is. So that's, yeah. you know, and that comes from just, I think, being a creative and being a heavy thinker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What's our son Gemini. Oh, interesting. Oh, that
2: means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if I said anything, you'd be like, oh, interesting, yeah, Scorpion. Nah, oh, that says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I can with that rubbish.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> in terms of like the years that you spent being um, a graffiti artist, was there any backlash that you experienced, you know, from, in terms of, let say, community, uh, you know, local politicians, whatever, you know, or, yeah. or, or other artists in your area.
2: Yeah, 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 constantly. Because if you have a voice, you're mm. going to uh, ruffle a few feathers for sure, certain things. But like, if you're true to it, I don't think I'm a very controversial political artist. I've done political work and same again. So obviously like, the
1: repeal yeah, project was like, that was because massive, the same right? thing it was like, yeah. this
2: feels right, this makes sense to mm. me, I'm going to do it. And then I didn't think it was going to get that response, or it would yeah. become the emblem, or one of the emblems mm. for that. Um, but yeah, 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 you do, you do butt heads with other artists occasionally, and that's okay. But like I've always say, no matter what different opinions, I'm happy no matter what that person's doing. If they're out painting and they're adding to the landscape, or the city Absolutely. landscape, go you. No matter how. Um, what's called uh, that when you do that on the radio
1: inverted commas inverted commas mm-hmm. rabbit ears rabbit ears <laughs>
2: how bad they are how good they are that's yeah. all subjective I'm happy that there's like uh, work being out there mm. in place so yeah there's competitiveness I'm naturally competitive I think in a p- most passive way um, but that gives me drive and ambition yeah. as well you know
1: are you competitive with yourself
2: uh, yeah 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 I'm brutally uh, yeah it's something I have to work on I've been working on, s- working on that quite a lot but yeah. the I've been very aware of it in the last year or two the the the, the tone and the language I speak mm. to myself and how destructive that can be at times. Yeah, so yeah, I really yeah. like working that. But yeah, that there's this a healthy part to that and then it's a very unhealthy part mm-hmm. where it can keep you in bed for, for the whole day. Absolutely,
1: you know? yeah. Was that something that it, when yeah. you like, because obviously you've mentioned that you're 38, so was this something that kind of got to you when you, sorry to bring it back <laughs> up again, mixer. but uh, is it something that like, you know, for myself personally, it was when I turned 30 and I started kind of, things started becoming a little bit more apparent to me and I started right. to kind of investigate my own brain a little bit more. And I
2: was waiting for that 30, right? Yeah. And then 31 <laughs> came and what happened? 32, I'm still alive. <laughs> party i'm like 33 34 35 things started then it, then like, it oh in. this word purpose yeah oh, okay yeah.
1: well interesting word because the, i ask every single guest that comes in here do they believe in life purpose and do you believe that you're fulfilling it right
2: now i think it's i think we'll get into the stage now where a purpose like where you're posed the question of purpose it's such a pressure on people mm. because we're all in this like as we're all I feel like right now uh, like everybody like the species is going through this big shift we're all now like I think it was survival hundreds of years ago then it was like whatever and now it's like we've got all these we're working up now it's like purpose what's my real purpose Yeah. and people are feeling this real pressure it's like oh you just do a normal job you're not finding Mm. your your quest so I can't answer that because mine changes constantly yeah um Am I fulfilling am i if you're what's that other thing that everyone say like uh this purpose, but then are you like are you rich or whatever like you're I can't think of the other thing that it's all over social media as well um but i, don't I, am think, fulfilling I don't know my purpose is yes because i am I happy yes, because I have pure freedom, I get to do what i wanna do um I live a great life, mm-hmm. life treats me better than I deserve at times, and I'm sitting here with you in the middle of the day, be able to have this opportunity to talk, like shit, talk about me, like class, <laughs> like that's. I'm, 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 I feel very, very fulfilled, yeah. mm. and um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, there's purpose in that. Like I would, if I, if I was to go sort of deeper down, people are like, oh, you found your purpose. You're an artist. You're mm. a painter. I don't actually think. I think that's the vehicle. I think painting is the vehicle I use for my purpose. But my purpose is to maybe. Educate and communicate and and talk to the downtrodden man and be, be a teacher of some sort. I feel that's that one of those attributes of me is coming up louder now, speaking mm. louder than it was before. So that might be coming out in speaking here. I might come out and painting murals or my. Or my my actions of travelling and painting and motivate artists younger artists or might be mentoring someone or my experience of mental health and speak about Mm -hmm. that that's the role I find myself falling into now
1: that's Um, very interesting we had in our early episodes we had a therapist on who said that her um, what she's learned to date is that in terms of purpose and, and happiness and all those great things that we want to achieve is that you um, learn, something no matter what area it's in and that you give that what you've learned back to the community so essentially what you're saying in terms of like being a mentor or an educator like maybe all this stuff that you're learning is going back into actually helping you know the younger generation or a generation that are in need of it I suppose
2: yeah it first started with the murals without me realizing it was saying you're alive or living love and and it's built on from Mm. that like into now my life or into the studio yeah um, but I just want to talk about the purposing for one more sec, well, right? Because I hear a lot Take of people talk about it. And I fucking hate when I feel, when I feel people's pressure because I can see loss in their eyes. Yes. And I just want to tell them, like, being lost is a good thing mm. because you're at the first steps of discovery, yes. right? And I'd rather be on that lost track of going in there rather than sitting on the ground in this uh, complacent state, a place of, like like unhappy contentment like yeah. you know that way and then the next thing you know you're fucking 50 something or you're doing something so these people in their 20s or 30s or earlier like being scared and lost that's a good thing mm-hmm. like that's that's you're 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 like your, your, your things are going off in your head it shows that you have a high, you're becoming more self-aware that you have a higher purpose mm-hmm. so I just wanted to say that <laughs>
1: but self-awareness there is the key word right because what about the people who are not self-aware and don't know why they're not happy don't know why things are not working out for them or that they can't progress in whatever area that they need for me it's, it's self-awareness being aware yeah. it's okay to, to feel the feelings but it's the awareness of them that's the key detail yeah.
2: it's like just these two pills like you know and I see people come to this crossroads like you're going to take that pill and you can sit in a comfort life comfortable life and all your mates are getting married so you're going to get married and then, but you're still going to go to the pub on the weekend and and complain about your missus blah, blah, blah. or you're going to take this other pill and be scared and try and find this and just go down this undiscovered path and I keep telling them like, take that other pill because the reward is so much more mm. like anything hard work Reaps better rewards. Absolutely, like, that's it. That's all yeah. I keep trying to say. You know, Absolutely. and some people. don't like. Get me wrong either. Some people want to live that easy life and are mm-hmm. totally happy. But if you're str- if you're the person that's struggling with that, well, then I say question it.
1: Yeah. You, when you were um, talking there, you said I live a good life, and people yeah. li- listening to that will say, "Well, of course, Macer lives a good life. Oh, He's yeah. a really successful artist. You wow. know, got all this going on." But what's your definition of a good life? Like, what makes your life so good?
2: Appreciation, like you know, like I had a b- technically, oh, <laughs> uh a better life yeah. years ago in the states. I was, I was considered like a, a patron there. I literally mm. could have lived to. A very affluent life. Now, um, what is a patron? A patron is someone who will, like, patron of the arts. Okay. So, all us arts, artists are usually broke. And so, you'll have a patron, like a sponsor. Oh, like, okay. Uh, that will sponsor you and help you out. So, it might yes. help with your studio finances or it might be mentorship, whatever it is. Yeah. That's what a patron is. So, I was in the States. And, but I just didn't find happiness there. So... So, what was the question? People are going to say, "What about me?" That you
1: have that that, that <laughs> Macer has a good life, and that will assume, yeah. of course, you have a good life because of your successes, or you know. Yeah. And what I'm asking is, what what in your um, uh, opinion, what makes your life so good? Because just from I've only met you in the last like half an hour, I can tell already that you're you're someone that's not superficial. That you enjoy this finer, the smaller things in life, the the simpler I'm wearing
2: things.
1: Wearing a tracksuit, is it? i the fucking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but that comes with life experiences and age and maturity, I yeah. think. And I would definitely like when I was listening to podcasts with Pat, he's touched on the same things mm. in his twenties. He taught these were the goals and ideals of happiness, and you get them in a superficial. Yeah. I don't own a car. I cycled here in the rain. So I was I was trying to resist from fucking not bopping my head too much. I was listening to Marvin Gaye or something. I was Love like, it. da 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 da. <laughs> going doing this. My girlfriend's going to meet me outside of form. we am going to potter in the shops and do a few bits we have to get stuff for hiking. That gives me content yeah. and happiness because if, if 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 I'm juggling a lot of balls at once and everything's working harmony, I feel real good. Like mm. this, the my assistant's up in the studio, an intern there. She's working away doing a few bits. Um our flow state company is doing good like we're like you know we're, we're doing good things with that yeah. we're setting up this wellness weekend one of my best friends John Belton who owns a gym so all, like when I just I don't know it's appreciation it's a good
1: time every, yeah. every, everything are I'm not around. saying I'm
2: loaded or like people be like oh that must mean he's rich or not Yeah, I invest all my money back into my practice mm. Like a, we're like an independent and that's one of the other things of the mentorship idea that I want I want to show young artists that this space is not does not have investors like other collectives. This does not have arts kinds of money. This is like you sell work. you can make this. It's mm-hmm. up to you how much you want to invest in your culture. And that's what I'm doing. I'm fully invested in it, like you know
1: so so let's talk about Atelier Mesa then um, while we're kind of on the to- the topic here. Yeah. So what way you know, I think with a lot of people who are not sort of into art, they will think that, to go to an art museum you need to be into art cuz you need to understand it or it's only a certain type of person from what I I've, I've seen for the work that you've done to date with it and, and what I kind of hear that you want to achieve with it is that you're making it more accessible to people it's it's for, sure. for you know it's for everybody yeah what what is the kind of main main purpose of it
2: There's it's it's multiple there's and be rest assured most artists don't know what most art is about <laughs> and most artists don't like most art yeah so don't worry about that like I go into museums I'm like what the fuck is that that's I'm not into that and then I'll find something that's a trigger because yeah. I'm very emotionally aware I'm like that's a motive I want to discover that more mm. figure out why is that making me feel like that and I'll also sit with a painting that I think is what I would Consider not so good, and I'm like, why is it that I don't like that? For a yes. proper understanding, brilliant. You know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But so the premise of Atelier Mesa started. I was living in London. Um, I'm really bad at dates, so every time I say two years, it means I don't know when it was. Right, so two years ago, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> fucking
1: decade ago here, like <laughs> um,
2: about two years ago, I uh, one, I was I was finding the pressures in London a bit too much for me, mm. and uh, so. Long story short I was thinking about Moving back to Dublin And I was like Oh fuck Is that going backwards You know And I was like No because I want to Set up a big studio So I can do big, big work Because I was paying Extortionate rent For a studio in London That I wasn't really using And I travel loads anyway mm-hmm. And I'm always back In Dublin doing something So I had this like Extra cog in the wheel That I was like Why am I in London all the time I was just going back And going to the pub or lying on the couch uh, like watching Forensic Files like and that was it Yeah, that's actually the truth <laughs> so then I was Macer like
1: Macer indeed does live a good life
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I couldn't pay my rent in the studio um, and then uh, I um, I said okay I'll move back to Dublin and what's that look like hell I do it I want a bigger space so I started like thinking more about it and at the same time then I was moving back had I moved back by then no I hadn't I was thinking about moving back and I went to a space called Pukeh Clans in Phuket and it was like for Christmas and New Year's and I went to Singapore on my own just a bit of like self-discovery without realising I think I was just exhausted from the session and uh, so I went there and I had a really really good time and I was meditating I was not drinking I was eating Mm. like a vegan not that that was something I was really into because we were training then as well but I was doing meditation Mm. And I was practicing meditation previous to that anyway But just all the stuff I just mean very well I really feel good here Like and I, my mind is like Like I'm ready yeah. Like I'm thinking And I was like I want to ha- I want to inter- So this is a part This is a very important part of my life I'm not just an artist So if I create a studio I want to integrate these Other important aspects of my life Into this space mm-hmm. So that's where it really started As a trigger And uh I got a space in town it was, uh, First was going to be Like one of those Industrial estates I was like I'll never get anyone Out there Like we're yeah. late You can't get me Over the opening bridge yeah. <laughs> You can't get me <laughs> To go out there So yeah. I was like I'll uh, I'll do that And anyway, yeah, I got talking In the gym with John And I yap 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 About everything I believe people Should do that I don't think You should hold back yeah. Like say it out to the world Or what we all say Love to say the universe Nowadays yeah. Say it say it say it And they'll land On someone's shoulders And they'll be like, oh, well I know Absolutely. someone And that's what happened and uh, got this space in town he went around and had a big proposal I said look we don't have the money that this you know current climate yeah. um, compared to Costa Coffee or whatever <laughs> but we have, co- we have we have we've we got a special blend yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> Jesus um,
1: you know we're sponsored by Costa do uh, I'm-, <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
2: I'm drinking the hair like <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we um, we we uh, we did a proposal, got to space, and it was great, and fitted out me and my mates. And so it starts as my studio, and then I was like, what more can we do here? We can, I'd always sort of mentor people without realising that. Now, that's uh, the ego aside when I say that, because it sounds a bit ego-y, but, you know, people would ring me like, you've done this before, how do you do yeah. that? That's what I mean with that. So I said, how can I, I could flesh that out a little bit more, but bigger. So that was how we introduced it into space. It can be a, a, a common ground for us to come in. People of the same discipline as me or younger, and show them the shortcuts. And then I want to bring in the things I learned, like meditation, yoga, mm-hmm. bring in these things. So I've had loads of studios before where there were like sticky floors from yeah. beer, yeah. and uh, <laughs> like, you know, just sessions like the yeah. smell of fags And I said, like, yeah. it's smoking. Like,
0: <laughs> like
2: I was like, it's not going to be that now. It's going to be a zen-den. Um so that's what I wanted to bring in. And it just developed on. It's like, well, now I'm in the city centre. I've got this football. I'll build out this studio space I want to paint in. And now I can double up as a gallery. So now I can show, instead of just mentoring the guys and girls, I can show them their, um, I can show their work. And then that, it's just sort of the legs, like really. Yeah. And it's becoming, because when we talked about, like you would think I'd want to be this painter. That was my thing. Yeah. As I said before, I think I want to be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. God, I sound like such an ego. No, warrior, not at all. Right? Not at all. But th- not I'm being all. honest. Yeah, I'm just yeah, being honest. Yeah, 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 and no, I, I don't have the tools right now. I'm not articulated enough or educated enough to be a teacher. But I'm a teacher of my own knowledge. Yeah, of right? your experiences. And so I think that's adequate.
1: It definitely <laughs> it's a is, short, absolutely. It's a
2: short, it's a, it's a short uh, um, what do you call it, like a term. <laughs> <laughs> Get the notes real quick, um, uh But I, I, I have this vision in my third eye, definitely for sure, to see the space where I'm older. And it's all these multiple of activities are going on mm. in there. And it's this mentorship program. It's this gallery. It's... Uh, mental health awareness, yeah. it's meditation, all this. So mm. this is the starting of that. I believe
1: absolutely because already it's starting to become this little integral part of the community. You know what I mean? And it's it seems to be a a a, a point where people can there's just like you said there's so much going on whether it's mental health whether it's art it's yeah. different things I know degraded, yeah and you, you know, had like I'm we just had closer. culture a culture week as well yeah. so you had like loads of stuff going on I up was there. the
2: ambassador of that there this year or the trailblazer or whatever label it's called for Leinster you know so we had yeah. a lot of football there in the studio mm-hmm. and that was great to sort of show and I speak speaking about the studio and coming from the background yeah. as well and I think as well people are really really aware um, the, the people are like aren't stupid you can't fool people anymore mm. like if you know this integrity is very important I mm. think you know we, can't, we have to compromise it sometimes because you live in a um, a monetary world where you got to you know, sell yourself a little bit. Absolutely. As um, so long as you have your goals and I think people can see that, that this, yeah. we're coming from good intentions.
1: Yeah. Did you, did, did you have times along your career where you really had to sit back and go, were you conflicted on like, oh, fuck, do I do that or is that staying true to myself or, because yeah. it's oh, difficult, yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah, and that still comes up, you know, and uh that's like something you battle with sometimes but, then you're like, oh, you're like, you're talking maybe like a project. I'm like, oh yeah. God, no, this is terrible. But then you would be like, well, hold on, I had a shite studio and I was couch surfing for six months because I was Maybe you deserve that bit of Absolutely. money in the pot for a minute. Absolutely. And don't worry, Al, because everyone would have forgotten about it but two months later. Exactly. Because
1: you know? I've had those, those times as well and I've gone, I had to really assess it and gone, you know, who, who am I concerned about here? I'm thinking about other people. Other mm. people's opinion of it. Mm. You know what I mean? They're not fucking not paying my <laughs> yeah, rent. You know exactly. what I mean? So like, don't so mind that. Exactly, only, be, yeah.
2: only be mindful of like, if you're doing it and you're like, why am I doing this again? Mm. Here I am doing this and I bloody hate this. Like, yeah. that's when then you got to do it. So I'm aware of that. i would be like, oh no, that was like that other gig. You're going to stand up here and you're going to be like this monkey on a show. Mm. Like a puppet. Like, don't do that to yourself again. Because yeah. that makes you upset. What in the...
1: Absolutely. What's your hope for people who do visit uh, Talia Mace and, and they walk away?
2: Um, they come in, like, we go, people call in, like a fella called in today, uh, two people called in today, and they're just sort of, we're sitting around, like, and I think the general feel is that it's quite homely and very relaxed it's mm. not a snobby gallery because it's also a working studio
0: yeah. so
2: right now there was work hanging there, but we're taking stuff down and mm. I'm setting up a photography studio space for people to use to, for shoots and creatives want to use it for photography shoots um, but what would be it? it depends on the person really but like it's an open door and like if it's an open night just come and enjoy it and learn and ask us questions if you go, if you go away learning something about the culture mm. that I'm so invested in And you can see that, like, this isn't just public art anymore, you know, that um, we are uh, multidisciplinary Mm -hmm. creatives, you know, and they're quite, like... Very savvy, ambitious people. And it's really yeah. interesting to
1: when when we look at or when you look at the kind of young up and coming artists that maybe are coming through to you, or they are coming for that mentorship. Is there a fine line between saying, "Okay, I can help you in this way," but also you have to be responsible for yourself and you have to do the, the groundwork really? Yeah,
2: I don't. That, that, that conversation doesn't really have to happen because you would subconsciously giving tests. You'd be like, "Okay, so I need to do that now." I'm not going to invest more energy into some of them. Not gonna invest it in yeah. back. So you're like, okay, I think you should do that, that, that. And we're like, I've just gave you that half an hour of sitting in here, or I've given you this contact for this. If they don't go ahead and continue doing that, well, then yeah. I'll still entertain them for a while and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to put more effort in because you need to be self-driven and motivated Absolutely. in this world right now. Like, and that's yeah. it. You have got your talent, and then you have to have your motivation, drive. That's just as important. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? but then there's plenty of people that will nurture more and more and more if I can you know, like in any way I can because I'll see someone who's works really hard and like, they deserve more if I can mm-hmm. give it to them or they'll be on my radar after some opportunity comes up
1: yeah for yourself what's your favourite type of work to do?
2: Um, I keep thinking I'm, I'm, I love painting, but I don't know if I like painting right now.
1: Really? <laughs> like, take... does it invoke something in <laughs> no, you? Do you have I'm to get into only, a space No, this to is it. I'm not in the
2: space. And okay. so that's why I'm finding a challenge. And my obvious first reaction is, I don't like that, because that's actually just a fear thing. Yeah. I need to, like, I'm doing so many different things that something has to give. Mm. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm not a good painter anymore. I have to then just go, just practice patience. Just let these other things... Rise above. Yeah. And they'll come down and then you'll get your hunger and drive to want to paint again. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still painting, but, like, I'm not, like, the machine that I was a while ago I was just painting and, like, obsessed a painting. Mm. But I'm okay, I'll be patient. that will come down. It's like you're training i don't know i'm gonna make some crap example now <laughs> but uh, <laughs> training for a marathon yes. you can't be still lifting mad heavy weights and so if you have to let that sit aside or your business might get a bit quieter your focus and then you'll focus on the half on the marathon and then when the marathon's done you'll put all your energy back into your business again get that up you know mm. so it's just that's a fluctuate
1: absolutely in terms of because obviously you've had this long career in many different kind of areas and obviously m- m- So many experiences along the way. And obviously you're saying it wasn't always, you know, the glory days. Like there were tough times along the way that you experienced. In those moments, how hard was it for you to, or or did you ever say, fuck, am I cut out for this? Like, am I, am I shite? Yeah,
2: there was times I was crying, like crying. I was like in my garage and I was trying to do jobs and doing commercial work. And the whole idea of doing the commercial work was to feed my own little revolution. Mm. And I was compromised so much that, like, I was emotionally drained. I remember crying, like, and I was like, what am I crying for, man? Like, you're that uh, drained from it. Yeah. So it's that, and then you're financially broke to where I was like, I need to get a job. Like, yeah. I can't, like, I can't do this. And you're doing little nixers just to get by. Mm. And, but then that's also probably coupled with, like, the educational system and how we're not, we're taught, like, we're not taught finances or saving well I wasn't anyway um, so you're not taught respecting respecting yourself enough because if you were so you'll see a lot of artists that get pots of money for a job and they blow it yeah. because they don't feel they deserve it because they don't think they are worthy of it enough mm. so you need to coach that yeah. and then you'll be like if you, if you think of worth, like oh, I own that money I deserve it and then you might save it rather than like mm. being a destructive habits there's a lot of that in my 20s for sure you know Um. But I don't know. Cheers, I waffle on things.
1: Sure <laughs> no, don't. you don't. It's fantastic. It <laughs> makes my job very easy. So totally easy. Uh, do, you, do you do you do regrets, or is it all part of the experience? No, that it's are all. But
2: p- I've I've regrets for the people I've hurt. You know, yes, we've all hurt people, like yes, and uh, yes, so yes. I regret those things. And um the life experiences. Do I have regrets in my career? No, because I've had some amazing opportunities where you'll. Um, I could have been, let's say, stayed in Northwest Arkansas where I lived, and I could probably yeah. have a million quid in the bank, but I wouldn't have had a proper understanding of my own self worth.
0: Wow. I would have been
2: in this hyper bubble. And so I left that. So is that success? No. Mm. Is this success right now being back here and I'm healthy and and just getting to do lots of fun stuff that doesn't feel like work, that's hugely successful. So there's no way of regret... You can't regret something because you don't know what way it would have went. Exactly. Like, I was listening to that Gary Vee guy and something, and he was just talking with parts, you know. He's like, you can't say that because then you could have invested in... um, Uber and his ter- his turnover would have had like Shit. something like forty million yeah. or something there, right? Yeah. But then he's like, then he could have been over in China and got hit by a bus and dead. So yeah. he's like, you can't live that life. Yeah,
1: like,
2: yeah. The what ifs. I really mm. go. I have a loose structure plan, but I'm always like forgiving to let that get manipulated. Mm. So I'm good with like. Oh, this is bringing me over here. Well, why am I enjoying that? Okay, let's go over there for a while and do that and yeah. then I'll open up some new opportunities or I literally look back in my life and I'm like, I oh, had this notion of this, this, this and I'm like, fuck, you actually did that. Yeah. Now, yeah. There probably loads of other notions didn't come true but... Mm if you put it out like that, all that all that stuff like that's that's yeah, for real it's, real. it's yes. actually real I'm telling you it's like coming from a normal fella in Dublin like this yeah. shit works yeah. like just put it out there think about when's it
1: when's the book out when's the it, book coming out yap about, <laughs> it, yap about it
2: and work hard like yes. think it and do it just think it and do it yeah. constantly you know and this is this is what everyone's saying now you know? yeah. just what I'm saying does just feel as if everyone's like has this awakening
1: yeah like, I
2: felt like I had an awakening mm. a few years ago and it was just like and I literally everything slowed down it was like I was getting so much more done in a day and that's thanks to meditation yeah all these things like yeah I just had this like mad I'm not a victim of my circumstances anymore You yes, know, yes, it's yes, weird Yes, like, yes, yes, yeah. yes,
1: Absolutely Talk to me about meditation When did you start? Did hum it, hum? <laughs> and Now we're going to go in A 33 minute chorus Okay, course so of, we're going um. to
2: go silent, dead air to meditation <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned You just hear a little like <laughs> <rustling>. <laughs> <laughs> And then again uh, the
1: Meditation studio. came
2: upon me Like most things uh, I think if you're forced Into something You know, like people I, I actually think A lot of these public speakers Just see about this Like, um um uh you know, these what the hell do you call them? Like gurus of mm. Russell Brandt. So like yes. you're coming from trauma, you're coming from some sort mm. of forced like you have to review yourself. And I think that's how I found meditation. I was uh, inherently unhappy at times, like the pressures, depressed as super anxious and super anxiety is a very common thing now. Um the words I didn't even know the words like I suffered from it like fucking years I think it's an, a part of being an artist as well, um, but I was sort of forced into it like I just got to stage where I was just like my mate he's a printer Kieran big massive fella and like, driving his car and I was sitting in, car in real car and I remember going transcendental meditation or something <laughs> like that you know and I was like I remember those words stuck in my head and I, but he was like gone about how he's like had this awakening yeah. And then it was something else and something else. So I was really unhappy and I was feeling precious and very reaction. I was reacting a lot to lots of stuff, mm. like you know, good or bad. And then so it was literally, I think it was Facebook, this ad popped up like TM Center, Open Day and Sunday. And I was like, Portobello, and I was like, oh, I live near Portobello. Wow went in I was just like oh this is stupid a bit but whatever and sat there and just like it ticked every box I was like yeah I'm dealing with that yeah 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 and I was like fuck it why not just do this and like you don't treat yourself taint and just why don't you do this it can be a little like secret or whatever yes you know and uh and that's it. Like, people need to be more, treat themselves more, be selfish in a positive way, I say. Yeah. That. Be selfish mm-hmm. and make time for yourself and have your boundaries and all those things.
1: Would that be uh, one of those things in your life where you're like, um, I'm extremely happy that I made that decision to do that? Yeah, you know what I mean? it was, yeah.
2: I swear, it was such a shift because I relied heavily on the physical fitness. I felt good when I went to the gym, yeah. right? And, but it didn't facilitate my other needs, I'm going to sound very heavy on. I say like my spiritual needs mm. or my, not that I'm, I practice spirituality or anything like that, but there's other needs you have rather than just feeling physically good, like those yeah. endorphins. So m- my mental, and endo- my, my brain muscles needed to be stimulated as well. Yeah. And this, this, like that coupled with the physical, like the meditation coupled with the f- uh, physical training, I was like, oh yes, this gave me perspective as like I could step back and look at myself a bit mm. more. It's weird, yeah. you know. It's like it's TM. It's called transcendental meditation. It's a
1: little right? bit different. To is is um, the process is do you get a word or something, or yeah, you meditate on yeah. a word. Okay, right.
2: It's all a bit like hush, hush, you know. <laughs> it, it's
1: David Lynch. That he's, uh, David Lynch lead, is like, the man the, of it, yeah, yeah, yeah And that's yeah,
2: sort of like yeah. I I practice TM, and I haven't been practicing it that much now because we're doing this other meditation in the studio. But yeah, there's, there's David Lynch and there's Russell. What's his name? Russell Brand is it? What's the guy the... They used to be on MTV.
1: Russell Brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he. I'm thinking back.
2: So I'm a bit like, yeah. oh, when i say TM11, I'm like, oh, these crazy. Marvels.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> are like the
2: representatives <laughs> of it, but they're also hyper intelligent men, Absolutely. you know, and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. successful in, in what? what yeah. and what they what they what they do. Um, but yeah it's just it's another form of meditation yeah. that's it simply
1: have you always been um, in terms of like have you always been healthy have you always been physically active and working out or is that something that came uh, later in life <laughs>
2: <laughs> like do <don't>, like
0: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> I back to
1: like good to hear good to hear 16,
2: 17 going to the gym Go yeah, for a, put pint, a bit
1: of pump, on. roll over, <laughs>
2: doing all that for years. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like, Okay, you're not really progressing here. And then you'd have like great times where I was training loads, and um, but then coupled with heavy drinking and yeah. smoking and but all the other things, so you like, yeah. you know, and then it just started destroying my brain a little bit too much. And got to the stage where like things had to change a bit, and it's taking responsibility, you know, mm. that was it. And that takes a long time, it wasn't a, an Eureka moment, and I still have my. Blowout, some can be wrong. I still yeah. have a good good time, but it uh, it, the, that, that moment is out. Uh, it's there's been a complete shift now. Mm. I'm enjoying. Being sober. Like... You right? No, I'm being like, being sober like during the week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I don't mean, come on.
0: Like, but you yeah, know what I mean? You much your point.
2: weekend hungover is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. like not being hungover the weekend. I used to think, like, What the fuck am I going to do now? Like, yeah. this whole <laughs> bloody weekend's dragging out. Yeah. And... I enjoy getting up and doing stuff now you know and that's been the case for the last few years and that's thanks to like John the trainer mentor yeah, good friend and you know you are you're a, a product of the people you're hanging Absolutely. around closest and I would have f- found myself hanging out with maybe people who weren't too beneficial for me like you know at times as we all do Yeah. and I still dip in that. some of so my mm. friends you know and, uh, so it's just having a balance and knowing right for you and, like, mm. and not beating yourself up like if you want to go have a good time a good time Go away with the lads for the weekend. I'll do that. Yep. I won't kill myself about it. But now that like I was just away there actually in Portugal with the lads. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm not gonna drink till the end of November.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were honest. Yeah. Do you believe in balance? Do you think balance exists?
2: Uh yeah. In and what, in what way? What do you mean?
1: Like, because some people say oh, it's all about balance, it's all about finding a balance. And a lot of people that, you know, maybe are career driven or are creative or different things, they're like, balance doesn't exist, you know, that it's it's impossible to get a perfect balance of the right balance of work, of social, of partners, of, you know,
2: yeah. whatever but ba- it is. Maybe they're trying to, they're trying to, like, they're, they're making the balance as one structure thing. Balance can change every day, yeah. every week. You know, you can have like eat five eat healthy five days a week, eat crap two days a week. My balance might be like eat healthy six days a week mm-hmm. and maybe have a bad snack, or else I've just been training for the last three months really hard, so now my balance is I'm allowed to eat crap for next I'm on holidays for next month eat like crap. There's no real balance, but balance comes down to like happiness. If you're getting frustrated or yes. annoyed with yourself, well, then you're off kilter, yeah, mm-hmm. and you need to just reevaluate it and get checked. But I always keep telling people just be patient, like, stop putting these mad pressures on yourself, yeah, you know. Cause Is
1: that are you talking from uh personal experience yeah, there, yeah, for hi, sure,
2: hi. for sure. It's like, and the meditation's taught me that it's just like yeah. if I'm lost in the gun smoke and you're in the frenzy, You're like I need to find my purpose or I need to be more balanced or I need to stop doing this. Mm. You're in this frantic, I need, I need, I need and you never get to, but like if you just be more patient, yeah. the the opportunities and the, the things you need to find will come up in front of you. Mm. So it's hard because you're inter- integrally built to just search and have purpose and run towards it. But I'm telling people like have that step back and it just gives time to evaluate. It's just mm. like an argument you, see people arguing, see that person quiet. They're, not, they're just evaluating and taking in and listening to everything yeah. so I say that to people listen to yourself like mm. as well and then
1: well it's the logic in it isn't it it's that when you're calm and like somewhat centered you know you can just your perspective changes on everything you know yeah, what I mean so it's that sure. thing of even you know people making decisions when they're frantic you know what I mean I have to make this decision yeah. like
2: and then you're spending eight hours doing something like oh well I should have just tolerated about this for an hour rather than exactly, executing something for eight exactly. hours wrong
1: yeah and exactly. That's
2: it. Yeah, I just, I just feel a lot. I just, I really, uh, at the moment now, I have a lot of empathy for people. I'm just feeling a lot of the pressures, mm. and like it hurts me to h- hear that. And I just want people to, you know, be like we've got plenty of time.
1: Yeah, you know, you do actually, you do strike me as the per- a person who's extremely empathic. Is that something that you, you've, have you always been empathic?
2: I don't know where that like empathy has come from or anything like that. Um, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: <laughs> it's interesting. But, like, my you... heart
2: hurts. I have a big heart. I, I think that, and like that heart, like as a younger man, didn't know what to do with it. So mm. uh, we were taught to. We only thing we taught was anger or frustration. Mm. And now that, like, I've dismantled that, it's actually made it more like of an like an open wound a bit. So it's like, yes. more susceptible. But there's great rewards with that too. Yeah. I can be very, very loving, loving person and. Give give my all and more. Mm-hmm. And I think from being a visual artist, your role is you have to be very aware because you're responding to your environment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel as most art is you're responding to your environment. And that's what you'll execute a piece, whether it be a painting, sculpture yeah. or a video. So I think that's where a lot of that comes from and I just see a lot of stuff and like something from let's say someone that's the struggle is quite uh interesting to investigate rather than people who aren't struggling. Mm. If you think about it like let's say socially or economically, like you're not gonna be inspired by someone who's really rich living up in Penthouse.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're yeah,
2: like yeah. oh, I wanna do a painting of you. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sell it to you <laughs> then you fuck <laughs>
0: <booker.
2: laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But you probably wanna do more that person on the street yeah. and what's their yeah. story yeah. and I know th- and that uh, and I've investigated that and it's mm-hmm. found me in Menchuey prison trying to look at that and the homeless crisis wow. ten years ago right. with the yeah. Dempsey projects there, so yeah this I think I don't think I'm alone I don't think I'm anything special that I think as a visual artist that's yeah. something that we are.
1: Amazing! You touched there on one of my favorite people, Damien Dempsey, and I yep. know you recently put up on your social media a, a throwback to yeah. a video that you made from. I had no idea that you'd done. Oh, I am a music, music. director, and all yeah, incredible. <laughs> what have you not done? I
2: know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Talk to me about that time because, like, what an artist to get to like work with.
2: Yeah, so that was like I was listening to his music. He was a voice in my ear that was definitely um, a voice of reason. You know, when I was struggling, there was a time there. I remember one time was sort of kicked out of my gaff and I was walking in the dark line and I was really struggling and I was lost and he was literally the voice in my ear, you know, and uh, I was listening to negative vibes. <coughs> and, um, yeah, like, Dak, with many other occasions, listened to him and he just, it was so relatable that then it got to the stage where I was like, I want to, how can I do something with this? Like, use my skill set. Mm-hmm. And so it was as simple as I love to, Take his words and transcribe them onto the walls of Dublin. And so I had the opportunity to meet Damo in Grogan's, and I've never been so nervous actually before. Really? It oh my god it was a fucking like it was actually it's was so embarrassing right so I went in oh, I like, <laughs> into on, Grogan's go on, go on. and I was like I walked through and I said, like, fuck fuck he's not here like what'll I do okay I, you know I'll go to the Jacks yeah. and I oh, go to the Jacks such and a that's,
1: thing you do yeah I can I'll just go, go to the, the jacks, jacks and like ways.
2: sit in a ball for five minutes and don't know what, right so I was like okay I go to the Jacks and if any lad knows Grogan's and go open the door just like this skinny little bit right (laughs) where you get to get into the jacks and so I'm there like that and I'm squeezing through this big lad squeezing and like face to face and I look up as Damien Dempsey and I was like fuck and so then I stupidly started introducing myself to him like in this really (laughs) intimate space and he was like I'll see you sorry brother yeah and I was like okay yeah and uh, went out but I was trying to present the idea to him right? and I was so nervous because I was so passionate about it I knew I could foresee that this was going to be great that there was sweat dripping from the, the tip of my nose onto my laptop keyboard and I was like oh my god you can see that like this is you know and uh, so I told him the whole idea yeah. and that was it it was as simple as that and I did a little photoshop gig and uh, showed him some mock-ups
1: because I think that the "Love Yourself" today one is kind of that's, the one that most people. Yeah, that's recognize. his most famous. Like, like you go to yeah. his
2: gig, yeah, that's what you're shouting, like you know, so you're singing yeah, yeah. And, uh, from your belly. So yeah, I've done, I've, I've, I've uh, done stickers of that, and I've done some prints with it and stuff like that. And yeah, so we did it back in 2009 and took a lot of his words and walked around the city, mm. and it was a great journey. Yeah, and we, uh, um, it resulted in an exhibition down in Smithfield where we raised money for the sound community, got the medical van. And uh, all very organic. There was no overheads. Like, so if someone bought a print, 100% of the money. I'm sick of these charities or people are like, we're donating our money. Uh, what is the profits? And then fucking glare at that. Like, that's such bullshit. Yeah. Um, so anytime someone bought a print, fully went to us. So we got like a beer company to pay for the venue or, no, the venue gave it for free because everyone's given the time for free. Yeah. Christy Moore paid for the framing of Unreal. the pictures. The, some of the pieces that I made were literally made out of my wardrobe. Like we broke my wardrobe apart and like painted it and turned it into canvas. Like Brilliant. it was a deadly great time yeah. Like and that's when I saw Dublin sort of come together, you know, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. Yeah.
1: Be- community.
2: Community That's, That's it. a community We should play verb, that now yeah. <laughs> But yeah So anyway Then uh, Long story short I built up a good relationship With him His management Loved me Yeah Um, Because they were like Disguised Like free they? PR <laughs> Like um, Living writing mu- Lyrics all over Dublin And yeah, brilliant the, It was on Six on News And all that So they asked me then Would I be interested In a music video And I was like I'd never done one before mm-hmm. But we'd played around With fun music videos For DFA Records For Shit Robot Um. So they must have seen that. So, yeah, they asked me to shoot a video and I wrote a little, whole little script of it out and got my mate Al Doyle to be the producer on it. Brilliant. A very, very small budget. Videographer friend, Albert. Friend, friends played the characters and it was, yeah, for a music video busting out of here. And it yeah. was literally like a, a, a journey that I had done. Mm. and it was a physical journey but also a spiritual journey you know and the journey that me and Damien have shared before Mm. going out to Hote to go swimming in the sea went up to the top of uh, the Hote Head there we have stood up there on a windy day so it was and then the environment at the start of like troubled kid in an environment where either your dad or someone's giving out to, like it was all without me realizing i was doing it because it felt right yeah and then yeah, i look back yeah. and I'm like oh fuck i did that because of that like,
1: yeah you know, yeah so it all starts the dots started yeah, drying up yeah it's interesting right yeah yeah it's really cool any any um interest or hope to do that in the future to go back we and were do talking about revisiting
2: it's 10 years next year so um we're talking about doing that again yeah uh next year um but we've got to see like you know life gets in the way a little bit um, the the city as a landscape is changing dramatically every day as you can see yeah. so you're literally like I don't know where it can actually paint yeah. we we painted like 14, 15 murals back then t- like 10 years ago I don't know where you can paint now Um
1: so it's it's cuz for the the average eye you know you look at right painting graffiti the whole art it makes the city look so beautiful so interesting it just invokes such good spirit in everybody yeah. why would they not make walls and space available for artists to create on
2: um yeah because it's not really the nature of street art though it's like we are the scrappers we try and mm. find our spaces um Yes, they don't, any time they try to curate stuff like that, it's usually just as rubbish. Is that like, because
1: the control is taken away from you? Maybe or, that's yeah. it,
2: but like we find our own spaces. But then, you know, if you actually look at the the architecture of our city, it's primarily Georgian architecture, windows all over the thing, and then the new builds yeah. are like glass. It doesn't facilitate the way, like I say in America, go up to states as blocks. So you've yeah, got these big yeah, empty buildings. Yeah. Canvases everywhere. We don't really have that here in the city, and such a congested small city now. So, yeah. space is definitely a commodity um, that we would be down on the la- on the pecking list to get. Yeah, you know. Okay. So, but saying that, everyone's still fighting the fight, and out there painting yeah. it steadily to see. You know.
1: In terms of your own kind of hopes for the future, where do you want to be? And like, you know, I, I don't want to be like tell me where you want to be in 10 years Mesa but like in general terms like what, what, what kind I of hopes see? Yeah, what, what hopes do you envision for yourself where do you want to see yourself going business
2: career personally really, so business career life they're all integrated into one mm. they're very important one feeds the other and harmony helps Yeah. so if I'm doing great in business but I'm not doing great in my family life let's say that's not good business mm. like you know it has to all feed each other so I see myself if I, in my ideal um in let's say five, ten years uh, lo- lots of things moving at once without me actually having to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. No. But like <laughs> see, like being able to paint and have I work to have freedom and free yes. time. And so maybe you work to have money to have that freedom to give myself more time to paint. Yeah. But I want to have a family. I want to have the time to invest into that and yeah. not um so I don't know, but I I envision, yeah, a house where my lovely wife and kids, yeah. and my practice, um, busy, and I'm showing work across the world, and mm. being showcasing uh, showcasing Irish talent, and being just as motivated and as healthy as I am now.
1: Absolutely, and a little bit of a more a question, but it's my favourite. Oh yeah. How would you like to be remembered?
2: Oh, I don't know. Like I, I can't answer that. What you do you have mean? To. Like what do you mean? Like if me you
1: were gone in the morning. God forbid Coffee How would you table like...
2: book <laughs> <laughs> Loads of all my Yeah loads of pictures From my Instagram No like Oh so You're talking like Legacy there Yes Yeah yeah And yeah. men love legacy Don't we mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was Through my 20s Still feeling as if I was going to live forever And that's sort of Destructive manner mm-hmm. Like destructive habits um, But Yeah you definitely Want to leave A positive impression um, On your place And the people around you So to, and be a mentor I think yeah to whether just to inspire and motivate people in a very very localised ground level way though and that can be just from like me and my girlfriend or yeah. me and my mate in the pub and be like my actions would motivate them to be better mm. and I don't get me wrong I'm not preaching I still have fucking a lot of learning to do yeah. and I'm looking at those people too I'm looking at friends I'm like I want to be more with you so be inspired by them but I'm still on that journey you know so I'm, I'm yeah. not fully sure yeah
1: amazing well this is a good answer it's better than most people (laughs) give me to be honest like a nice person (laughs) um but that was amazing a good insight thank you very much you're welcome but before i let you go so we have a Mesa that we spoke about but you also have flow state as well yeah what is the idea behind flow state so this is with john who owns number 17 personal training
2: and uh, adrian murphy uh his fiance and um they are, I would consider like some of my best friends and um, it was Asian's idea. We're about how could we work together in some capacity and I'm always talking about integrated lifestyle, yes. amalgamating things together. And so, and because I believe in my healthy body sometimes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: gives me a healthy mind. Monday to Health, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, healthy, healthier thoughts. Yes productivity better work yeah. so like how there's definitely a connection there so we're talking about it and then Ada was like oh she came up with the idea of the yoga mat then because I talked about there's just simple crossovers and it's like art and the yoga mat and yeah. we do it like that and then we can do it like limited edition prints so you can hang it up on your wall mm. and um, so it was it was that like plus more you know and um, so she was really like the hard worker there like she, she really did all the research stuff like that I had the name in the back of my mind from something before. It's, I'd read it somewhere, something like that, yeah. this flow state, this, this state. It's a great spot. Yeah. It's a sweet spot. Mm. And it's a rare time you get in. It's where the pressure isn't too much, but you got a bit of pressure. I'm talking painting-wise. And you're just, you just—you got this flow of painting. And it's like, whatever I do, I can't make a mistake. Mm. And that's also then with training, you know. You'd yeah. be training, you're training. Me and Dee were running the, the half marathon there. Two weeks ago, and I was like struggling, struggling, and I found that sweet spot in the last five k. As like, thank fuck, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like Woof, it was like rhythmic. We just went. Woof. Yeah. So that's what that is, and like th- I thought it was a um, a good name for the absolutely. For the, for the
1: and this, the design that's on the yoga mats, it that's your staple sort of signature. Those are some print, of the, yeah, print, like it? they
2: were based on like the idea of centering yourself and the graphic mm. with that, like you know, and then colour is very emotive and evokes certain stuff and high energy and that's sort of what we want to do when we want, we want to go onto the mat. Yeah. This is a, like a mat where it's not just yoga but like meditation like anything really and a mm-hmm. piece of art on the wall so it's a high energy but then also very centred and that was sort of the, the concept behind that first yeah. draft of designs and there we did one and it did very well it's sold out and now we're doing another one's going to be uh, out pretty soon Maybe. Um and yeah I've loads of ideas so we'll keep just doing them yeah. and see how it goes but it's an organic process we're doing it because we enjoy it and seeing where it goes and that's it
1: yeah it's amazing well, best of luck with it it's very very cool and uh, obviously you were talking heavily about meditation you do have meditation with what is the guy Connor, uh, Connor. a good friend of
2: mine we've known each other from the session days <laughs> back in the <laughs> Berners Shaw and he moved to Berlin years ago and we stayed in contact and he's a meditation teacher now a oh, brilliant incredible man and, uh, and his group is
1: is centered around men. It's a men's meditation. No, bit, we
2: it? we have the, we have a boys' club. Then we, he did this thing in Berlin. He lives in Berlin called the yeah. Berlin Boys Club, and he does that and it's getting men together to talk about in the in a space of talking about masculinity, whatever mm. those things are, the pressures, the anger. Whatever it is. So we did one of those, but then he does these meditation classes, which we would host in the space yeah. and me and Dee are doing them every Tuesday now. Brilliant. And uh, it's, a, it's a workshop meditation class to help you understand it and practice it. So um, mm. yeah, they're on every Monday, Tuesday and then Saturdays uh, of the month of October. We're going to see how it goes. It's all sold out already. So yeah. it's like incredible that we've brought a hundred new people to meditate not mm, mad. That's
1: like, incredible. That's fucking
2: deadly. Yeah. From the we started it two months ago and we did it with just ten people. See, because mm. so we went tenfold yeah. within a month. So there's a need there for and a want. Now, I don't know how many of those hundred are going to continue meditating because this is a hard practice. But maybe they'll tell their friends more. So it's mm. a, sort of a movement that I like to be a part of yeah. or encourage. And
1: do you find that with people, it's the first step? It's just making the the decision in their head to go. I'm going to go. And yeah. then once you get there, that's the hard part it's you you think? And not beating up yourself time.
2: up if you don't do it. So like going mm-hmm. to the gym. Like it's hard to go to the gym sometimes, but you feel good when you do it. Yeah. But don't beat yourself up when you don't go because it's like it's a reward. When you do mm-hmm. it, you should be like, You're very good now, you did that. And I yeah. play yeah. to you. Like, you know, so, uh, <laughs> Um so it's it's coaching, it's it's changing that language we talked yeah. about to yourself and um being just more m- mindful and
1: mm-hmm. and it
2: really like when you when you when you flex that muscle more, it's like the depth of awareness is incredible.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, it's, it's I don't know, that's me singing on my bike cycling there <laughs> <laughs>
1: That might be the Marvin Gaye though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well listen, thank you very much. Have you anything welcome. else coming up that we don't know about that we didn't uh, touch on? I can't
2: remember now, I'm going shopping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For what? Food shopping?
2: No, what are we doing? I'd uh, like to no, know what Mather so eats in a We're going to go get a book in Hodges Figgas and then Dee needs to get hiking boots because we're going up to Scotland to do uh Climb a mountain over there Brilliant. I can't remember the name of it I will call it Ben Everest But it's the <laughs> highest uh, It's the highest mountain in England So we're going to go do Is that Is
1: this a new thing now Or have you always been into I've Mountaineering I've always
2: been into hiking And stuff right. like that It was in Patagonia there Last, <coughs> last January And did Fitzroy and stuff like that, did Kilimanjaro, a few different things. I Me and yeah. Pat must be like related in some way. I'm
1: telling you, I should have <laughs> got both of you on last week. back and L. I
2: Five for the microphone.
1: Uh, what, we <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about with well, Pat? He said something, he, he was like, don't talk about that. Oh, he was talking about um, psychedelics. He was like, oh, going right. into like a little bit of, oh, he's doing a little bit of reading. And I was like, mm, the little area you're going into, you know, the yeah, psychedelic. You're yeah. starting to see it you now, you know, people are starting to do the ayahuasca trails and different things. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. I smoked time.
2: the DMT before.
1: How get on there it's
2: good yeah, yeah. I met, I met I've wife.
1: had a couple of friends who smoked it that are just like like I needed to do this like yeah. my whole perception of everything has just shifted
2: now and I didn't I didn't have anything that revolutionary like but it was cool it was like yeah. a new experience a did you
1: do it in a setting where it was like you meditated and then there was like good lighting and no you had
2: a very chilling by uh, Juliana who had done it before um Invited me to do it, and she sort of coached me through it, like yeah. you know. So it was, yeah, it's good cool crack.
1: Did it call you? A lot of people say that that it kind of calls you.
2: No, I think my tolerance is too high. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: and ending everything there saying yeah. no more <laughs> but have you have you ever done an ayahuasca
2: I haven't no I haven't done an ayahuasca trip I'm still on on the fence about that like I, yeah. I don't have the urge or need to do it but if the opportunity came in front of me would be like ah, yeah I'll do it yeah yeah because yeah, be it's shy. a
1: weird one because I think a lot of people are like kind of just jumping on the sort of Uh, psychedelic spirituality train and I for me personally I find it really fascinating but it really shouldn't be something that you just decide like I'm just gonna head off and do ayahuasca and who are you doing it with and where is it and you know it's like it's Quite a sacred plant and everything, but
2: yeah, for yeah, sure, for it sure. Is, is.
1: But listen, thank you very much for coming in. No, I no, wish you the best of me. luck. When's your next marathon?
2: Uh, I've only done half now. We're gonna do a marathon oh, next year right? and do some triathlons and stuff. Brilliant, like that. yeah. So, yeah, so today,
1: hardcore before the
2: knees give up,
1: yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you very much for coming yeah, in. Right. I really appreciate thank it. You. Great chat, yeah. Hope
2: you did. enjoyed us. I did, I did, I did.
1: Macer for episode 15 of The First Exchange.